Good morning, guys. Hope you're doing well. Uh, today, I want to talk about my top 10 uh, best pieces of advice on mental health. So the first piece of advice I have is be your own biggest supporter. You know, so often we as individuals are very critical of ourselves and we only, you know, focus on the negatives, you know, of what we're not and what we're not doing and how successful we're not or what we're missing out maybe if we're single you know and you know biologically scientifically we've been our brain has been trained for that you know uh, for survival and always preparing for the worst but that's where you have to train your mind to look at all the good that is in your life you know, if you have friends, you have family, you have a, you know, food on the table, a decent job, clean water, all these things that, you know, maybe you take for granted. Remember to, to view those blessings and to think about those blessings and be thankful for those blessings. Um, and then, you know, for the improvement you're trying to make, like, you know, give yourself, you know, daps or props for for doing that you know if you're trying to get in better shape and you're going to the gym three times a week you know give yourself you know be proud of yourself uh, for that and the second thing I would say is write down um, slash speak out any like anxiety thoughts in your head you know I think being able to take whatever maybe negativity negativity or anxiety or whatever is going on in your head and being able to you know write it out or speak it out you know in a in a therapy session or whatever like being able to take it out of your head and onto something concrete for me works really well um it kind of just sometimes by like putting it out on pen and paper or speaking it out you know later like any even in, you know a couple hours later reflect on it you realize how irrational you're being um i'll give an example one time you know i texted someone and and they didn't respond and so i started getting into a lot of anxious thoughts about oh they hate me i must have done something and uh i actually ended up seeing the uh running into the person like three days later and they were literally like oh my god I was in a meeting and I totally forgot to respond to your text let's get dinner you know this weekend and so like you know a lot of the times you have to realize like the anxiety you're feeling you're manifesting that yourself right I felt because they didn't respond that oh like they hate me right and we don't know all the variables that's just me putting that and then when i go and see them they i realize you know um there were external variables out of my control they were in a work meeting when they received the text and just forgot after the work meeting ended um the third thing i would say is if you're going through a trying time let yourself feel that for some time you know, I think a lot of people try to act like it's not bothering them. That's impossible. 
you know, I think it's important if, you know, you have a death, you have a breakup, whatever, that you feel those feelings, express your emotions, how you're doing, talk to people about how you're feeling. Um, and then I think after some time period, you know, um, and it's different for everybody, you know, um, with like breakups, for example, you know, depending on, it probably depends on how long you were together. Um, but, you know, say you give yourself four to six months to work on it, you know, after that period, start challenging your brain to get out of that cycle. You know, I think one of the things with, that people with mental health issues, uh, you know, I think can relate with is once you begin a negativity cycle, you kind of continue to remain in it. Um, and I think it's important to challenge your brain to start seeing the good, seeing the progress, doing the things you like, seeing friends. You know, maybe each day write down one thing you were grateful for from the day. Um, you know, and I think, like, obviously with something like a death, you know, I think that hurt never goes away. It's just over time you get better with, you know, dealing with it. And so sometimes things take time. I would also recommend listing things you're hopeful for, you know, um, maybe even in the calendar of like, you know, putting down travel plans where you'll visit friends or, you know, planning to do, you know, a group activity with friends that live in the same area, you know, always remain hopeful. Um, it's when we lose our hope that things really get bad, you know, with our mental health. Um, for this one, again, I don't, you know, I am not a mental health professional, uh, or doctor, but if you don't have any circumstance to, you know, that would, you know, put you in a bad mental health state, like, I guess, going off the last example, you know, you're not coming off a death, you're not coming off a breakup, like, your life is, is generally decently good, um, but you're not doing well, you know, I guess whenever it's not circumstantial based, I think you might have a medical issue going on. And I think, you know, anytime any, like a friend of mine has a decently good life and nothing's really gone on negative events wise or circumstance wise, yet they're struggling, it may just be, you know, a biological issue. Um, just something to think about. The fifth thing I would say is stop comparing yourselves to others. I mean, I think the the quote, what is it, comparison is a thief of joy or something like that. I mean, so often we're unhappy because we're comparing ourselves to other people. Your journey is your journey. You know, no one's had your cars, your cards, um, you know, and so comparing your cards to someone else's cards is just dumb because they don't have the same, you know, cards that they were dealt as you do. My main thing is I think you should be comparing yourself to yourself from previous years. 
so from two years ago from one year ago from six months ago and I think as long as you're making progress that's that's good um, and I, I think on this point realize like it's about internal happiness you know I think so often people are focused on what society has taught us right you know I think of um, like I can think of a friend of mine who's a teacher um, maybe making you know 50k a year and he's very happy and I can think of another friend of mine who's making you know over a hundred probably 110 K um, in the financial industry and he's just stressed out not happy not fulfilled you know and and only the individuals can realize like you know if if making money is what makes you happy then do it but if you know having good work-life balance if being able to go to your kids softball games or being on a, a adult sports league basketball teams important to you then you probably shouldn't be working in an industry that doesn't allow you to do those things I think the sixth thing I would say is cut out negative people or negative things. Um, you know, negativity, while you might not realize it, that energy has an effect on people. Um, and it will affect you. Um, and, you know, people that are not supportive or are bringing you down or bringing drama that stuff you're having to constantly address and that's going to put an effect on your mental health. I think the seventh thing, and it, it's kind of tough for people that have bad mental health states, but realize you're in control, right? Um, if there are changes that need to be made in your life, you can make those changes. It's going to be hard, you know? Um, but you are ultimately the author of your life in terms of the choices you make day to day. Um, and, you know, the eighth thing I would say is, is realize it's a lifelong battle. I think a lot of people think, oh, if I, you know, take a medication, I'm good. Or if I go to therapy, I'm good. Mental health is a lifelong journey just like physical health and that means it's an everyday process and it's a you know it, it will always be a part of your journey um, so the important thing is to create an environment where you're staying consistent through the good times and the bad times to make sure that you're good you know whether that's therapy whether that's journaling whether that's exercising you know multiple times a week whether that's being in a support group you know create the environment um, that makes you successful and I think with that I would say as time goes on you get better with dealing with it you know you become more aware of say your triggers and you know being smarter about as soon as something happens this is what I need to do uh, the ninth thing I would say is do what you need. 
you know, ultimately, you know, kind of like the realize you're in control advice. The tough thing about all of this mental health stuff is it's all on you. You know, it's, it's really you have to have the self-awareness to know what you need, what your body needs. So when I say things like, you know, if you feel like you're in a toxic work environment, right? Only you know that, right? A friend won't necessarily, I mean, you might be able to tell them, but like a friend isn't going to know the effect of how toxic it is. Only you would. And so make that change, you know, do what you need to do. Again, it's going to be tough, but it's better to leave a toxic environment than stay in a toxic environment. Um, and then finally, I would just say educate yourself. You know, learn about the different forms of mental health. Um, you know, by being bipolar, being, you know, having anxiety, having depression, having an eating disorder. You know, what are the symptoms of these? What are the severities of each of these? You know, for, my, for me, you know, and I think my generation, you know, I didn't even hear about the term mental health until like I was a junior in college. I was like 20 or 21. Um, I didn't learn about it in high school. Uh, you know, and I think it's important, you know, if you educate yourself to be like, oh, like one of my friends got, a, a you know, um, diagnosed with a learning disability in his, you know, as an adult, you know, and had he had the knowledge of like, what are the symptoms or the signs of a learning disability, um, like ADHD or something like that, I think he might have been able to recognize at a younger age, oh, this is something that all of these sound very familiar. So, um, yeah, that's my, that's my, uh, um, you know, list of 10. Um, oh, and one other thing, I guess it'll be an addition, you know, I think it's it goes with the stop comparing yourself to others, like the number five. Judgment is always going to be a part of your life, no matter what you're doing. You know, um, you could be successful and people say, oh, he or she was handed that success or they got lucky or whatever. You could be a failure and people would say, you know, oh, we always knew, you know, he didn't have it, he or she didn't have it in them or whatever. You know, the old real, realize that um, no matter what happens, people are always going to judge you. So, you know, one thing you have to tune out is is worrying about people's judgment. You know, control what you control. Um, and that's just you, your thoughts, your actions, your choices every day. Um, and I think you'll be good. If there's something that uh, you guys have as a piece of advice that I didn't mention here, please feel free to message me or comment. Um, I'm happy to do a part two and add some more. Thank you guys.